everyone. Welcome to Buckle Up Podcast. I'm Natalia Earl, and I'm a certified business and life coach that loves talking to people. I'm fascinated by humans and how our brain works. What is it that makes a decision good or bad, and how does that decision ultimately shape our path and destiny? Everyone loves to talk about success, but what about the flip side? How about adversity? Failure is such a big and often necessary part of life, and it's simply unavoidable. So I invite you to join me on this inspiring, honest, unpolished interview show with breathtakingly real conversations that go deep on setbacks and hardships that are part of the puzzle that ultimately lead to growth, discovery of inner greatness, and what makes us resilient. Grab your helmet and buckle up, people. It's going to be a bumpy ride, but what a ride it will be. Today's episode is brought to you by iProtect USA. iProtect USA is a nonprofit organization which provides personalized self-defense coaching to those determined to understand, mitigate, and overcome encounters with violence. Their goal is to provide armed and unarmed knowledge and skill sets to responsible members of our community. Everyone deserves a means to defend themselves, protect their families, and guard their property. The knowledge they share helps to build confidence, lower anxiety, and optimize critical responses for the clients and their loved ones. The protection skills taught keep pace with current trends and patterns used by violent offenders who seek to take all we have worked hard to build and preserve. Just from the few training courses, I was blown away with all the details that I learned, especially as a woman, not only how to self-defend myself and others, but how to carry, draw, aim properly, and most importantly, to have a situational awareness. You think you know and you got it because you go to a shooting range once a week, but trust me, you have no idea. They train you on destructions, environmental factors, how not to fail to act or hesitate. They truly put you in a real-life situations. Every gun owner should go through this training. You can't stop from being targeted, but you don't have to be a defenseless victim. Use promo code BUCKLEUP for your 10% off at iProtectUSA.com. That's iProtectUSA.com. And don't forget to tell them that Natalia sent you. Today's guest, Melanie Lipman, is a stylist who believes that confidence is a woman's most important asset, because when you're feeling fabulous, you're ready to take on the world. Growing up, her family had an accessory store, and there was nothing she loved more than picking out great pieces for their customers. Melanie has always been passionate about helping people express their confidence with style, From taking classes at the Fashion Institute of Technology as a teenager to studying fashion merchandising and cosmetic and fragrance marketing in college, she has immersed herself in the fashion world. After becoming a mom, Melanie decided it was time to create the career she always wanted, to teach women how to style their best lives. 
She returned to FIT to learn the science behind creating incredible, confidence-inspiring looks. With certificates in image and color consulting, she focused on building her amazing business, finding new ways to use innovative technology and transform her clients' most important style resource, their closets. Hello, Melanie. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you arrive at the place where you are today? I am an image consultant. I work with type A women. The majority of them either own their own businesses, are on a leadership team for their business, or they are attorneys. So it's kind of like very specific driven women that like systems. And a lot of them work in male dominated fields is typically the women that I work with. I've had my business for over eight years. The way that it came to be is I grew up in the fashion industry. My family had an accessory store right outside of New York City. I saw when I was from like the age of 10 years old, if a woman felt confident in what she was wearing, she could take on the world. If she was second guessing what she was wearing, she got in her own way. It was something that was really powerfully shown to me from a very young age. I always thought it was super important, which led me down the path of going to the Fashion Institute of Technology and getting a degree to work in the fashion industry. I did that for about 10 years. During that time, you know, I worked in the fine jewelry industry and a lot of people that make the decisions in that industry are men with white hair (laughs) and me being mid twenties and five feet tall and thinking I knew everything kind of didn't feel like I always belonged at the table. So I had um, a lot of trial and error and ups and downs with my own wardrobe. And it wasn't until I found a strategic approach to use my clothes as a form of nonverbal communication and learn the messaging behind it that I was able to really step into my power and really confidently show up as opposed to being on that hamster wheel, just trying a million things when it comes to getting dressed. So it was something that I always felt passionate about. And then when I had my son working corporately and traveling all over the world, selling expensive jewelry was not really working for me. So I actually went back to Fashion Institute of Technology and got a degree in Immense consultation and color consultation because there is math and science of to why things look good on you. And I wanted to make sure I had that information to share and dress every type of woman in all shapes and sizes. What is your styling philosophy, Melanie? So mine is different than most people that work in my industry. I actually get very frustrated by most people that work in my industry. And a lot of intake calls that I have with clients, they go, you're different. I find that most people that do what I do are focusing on shopping and Mm -hmm. finding people more stuff, buying and buying and buying. And I completely understand that. Like I mentioned, I grew up in retail. I worked in wholesale. I've been inside of every single store in their back room, no matter if it was Zara to like the back of Birdorf Footman. Like I understand retail. You're just supposed to sell people more and more stuff is basically the philosophy of it. I have the opposite approach because I was like a shopaholic. (laughs) My approach is really has to do with building a wardrobe that supports you and taking a step back. There's a reason why we stand in front of our closets that are jam-packed with so much clothes and we go, I have nothing to wear. 
it's because we did some things wrong and we missed some steps. Until we get really clear about why we find the stuff that we own isn't working for us and put a strategy and a framework into play, we can't ever feel like our closet is ever going to work for us. Also, a key part of that is a lot of the things that have to do with us getting dressed, us shopping, us accepting a compliment were formed in our brains way before we knew it was actually happening from our childhood when all the good things happen. But Mm -hmm. we really need to get clear about what are our thoughts and our feelings about it, how they affect and influence and get to rewrite them because so much stuff comes up with clothes. It's body image issues. It's investing in yourself. It's the time, the money, the energy. It's how you see yourself, how you want other people to see you. Like there's all of the things. And unless it mentally works for you, it's never going to actually support you. So there's a few things that we need to do to get clear on before the clues come into play. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you because when I hear of a style consultant myself, right away, I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have to go shopping. We're going to have to spend all this money. You imagine of all the TV shows and the movies that you have seen that you just right away tell yourself, I can't afford this. And that's like the one of those key things. My clients, yes, they are fabulous. And let me tell you, one of their biggest challenges is that they don't see themselves as fabulous as they truly are because they kind of, you know, make excuses and all of the things. They are so amazing. These women really are stepping into their power. They are changing their leading paths for women behind them. But they are no way famous in the sense of Kardashian level. And they're not like billionaires, millionaires, like some of them have built very successful businesses, but just because they're investing in taking some time to really establish what they want their clothes to say about them doesn't mean that shopping is actually something that they enjoy doing. Most of them actually don't enjoy doing it whatsoever. And also that it's like spending buttloads and buttloads of money. Actually, it's the exact opposite. My job is to make it so you are not thinking about your clothes and you're not worrying about your clothes. You're able to do your job 110% and you're not in the back of your head saying, my heels are really, really high. I hope I don't trip. I hope the skirt doesn't make me look fat. Like all of the mental dialogue gets to disappear and you get to actually focus on your job as opposed to thinking about what you're wearing. Absolutely. So what is the biggest limited belief that comes up working with clients that you have noticed? It's body image issues. And I understand it. My own challenges all started from all of those things. I was raised by uh, people that yo-yo dieted and all of those things were mirrored to me, you know, diet Coke, this and that don't invest in yourself until you are, you know, the perfect size four and all of that. So I feel that I had my own challenges with it. I used to hide in my clothes. That was the biggest thing all the time is I would buy pants a little bit bigger and cover and cover and cover and all of those things. <laughs> and we all do it in some respect. My job is to help you use clothes as your superpower and not to hide. I constantly am hearing from women, I'm going to work with you when I lose 10 pounds, or I'm going to book speaking engagements when I lose the weight. I'm going to do all of that. 
And you just kind of just keep kicking the can, keep kicking the can down the road. And like I said, I did it for years, even when I knew the tools. Like that was mm-hmm. my thing is like, I have all of the tools. I know how to, you know, make myself look the way that I want to. But when your mind gets in the way, you can't do that. And that's why I think it's so important for what I've created is a formula. You can't fight the math. If you know, one plus one equals two, it's the same thing. Like this outfit equals this form of success. The goal is really to focus on controlling how you show up, feeling good in your clothes and not holding yourself back. Because I find that so many women just say, I'll do it then, I'll do it then, I'll do it then. And you just feel worse and worse. And like, you need to show up for your clients and your people and your family today. They're not waiting for you. You're kind of waiting for yourself, but they're not waiting for you. That is definitely been one of those things that I know in myself and I see in clients all the time where I'm able to just quickly switch into where we're focusing on asking the right questions and making sure that their time and mental energy is really focused on what needs to be and not going down the rabbit hole of nonsense. Absolutely. I used to be one of those people that would wear always large and extra large and fluffy clothes. And I'm like, I don't like anything tight. And I, I hide things. And, and I'm like, like, you don't look good in this oversized clothes, you know, like, why what are you people doing don't realize this? Is they actually look bigger than they are. Like that was the biggest, I mean, mindset shift for myself and for my clients is when I show them how to wear clothes that accentuate certain parts of their body and are fitted in certain things. And this is the the coolest thing that clothes is they create optical illusions. You could have them do whatever you want them to do. And it's some people want to look curvier. It's not just about looking thinner. Some people want to look taller. Some people are, you know, five foot 10 and they love to look shorter. Everyone has their own thing that's going on that they want. But it's when you actually step into owning it that you're able to get to the other side and really have control and appreciate and show up as opposed to like sitting in, in the side, hoping no one notices you. Definitely. And is style something that we are born with? It's interesting. I always say, if you have an opinion, you have a style. Because mm-hmm. since the majority of my clients are very type A, and every single way that is shown to us to figure out what our style is, is very creative. It just doesn't feel like it's them. So that's why they're like, this is so not my thing. I don't have time. I don't have energy for it. But what I've created is a really interesting framework to help them self-identify what their style is. And once they realize that there is something that that they have control over and there's a message and a reason behind it, that's when they can get behind it. It's so much more than pretty outfits. While asking if style is something that we're born with, someone like me that literally was showing it since I was born and that I love it. And like, literally, like if you look at every single one of my books behind me, it's all about style and fashion and blah, 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 where my clients are not absolute like that whatsoever. Like they probably have never picked up a fashion magazine ever in their life, but it's something that you can train yourself and teach yourself. And it's a learned skill but it's in there. It's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, prom- I promise everyone. It's not like you just kind of, you know, look like everyone else and that just works for you. What I found also is that not dressing like everyone else, really being able to stand out and be unique is one of a, an upper hand that a lot of people have and not, you know, just looking like the person that's down the block because 
that's not why someone hires you. But do you believe that even today we are still judged by the way that we are dressed and by our appearances? Yeah. I have clients that say to me all the time, shouldn't my client hire me or want to work with me because of the service I can provide or because of my schooling or because of my knowledge? And yes, absolutely, they should. But there's biases, especially knowing that a lot of my clients are attorneys. Attorneys, Mm -hmm. like they go in and they assess the situation within five seconds. They're like, what can I figure out about this person? And they're forming conclusions based upon how they're presenting themselves, how they're holding themselves, their body language. And clothing is our largest form of nonverbal communication. So if you want to have someone think about you in a specific way, taking the control back and really thinking about how you're presenting yourself is the way that you're going to create a strong connection with someone. And that's what everyone wants. Like everyone wants to have that connectivity and the mix of approachability and confidence and all of the things. And that's what clothing gets to do for us. And do you offer ongoing styling for your clients? My clients work with me in two ways, really. It's kind of how we start off. They all have to go through this very specific proven framework. And so they can do it in through a group coaching program, or they can do it one-on-one with me. And it always is, like I said, it's a system. It works. Whenever we skip a step, I realize that I have to go back and like have to re-explain because part of what this is, is you can't just have the clothes hanging in the closet. You have to actually physically have put them on and to feel confident in them. That's why a subscription box, working with a personal shopper or a stylist or going into a store and having a salesperson help you, you start to become a version of them and not really you. And unless it's like deep within you, you, you're not going to feel confident. You're not going to feel that it's you. So we go through this whole program where we figure out a hundred percent what it is. We come up with a strategy. We come up with a framework through the course. You learn how to do this on your own. So you learn how to shop. You learn what looks good on you. You learn the colors, you learn the fits, you learn what stores look good on you. So you learn the lessons that we all sort of learned in high school when we were all feeling not so great about ourselves. If someone came <laughs> in and said, Hey, do you want to learn how to like feel good in your own body? So you learn all the skills yourself. The other way is when I actually do a lot of the work for my client, but go through this whole entire process and get clarity. The end result is that they have tons of outfits in their closets where they can put them on in the different situations that we lay out. But I have some clients that are totally like, I'm happy to hand this over to you. And this is something that I don't ever want to do again. If someone that does not like shopping or they don't see the use of their time, a lot of my clients go to a lot of conferences and they travel. So they're like, you're just going to tell me what to wear from now on because this is so much easier than me standing and reinventing the wheel each morning. Um, And it's cool because they actually have an app on their phone that literally tells them what to wear. It's kind of like share from Clueless's closet. They love having one less decision to make each day because they're making a lot of really powerful decisions. And for them, some of these decisions are harder than like letting someone go or something like that. Cause there's a rhyme or a reason behind it where like the reason why that skirt doesn't feel good for me, they can't really articulate it. Yeah. And do you find that, you know, because you work with so many professionals and they have photo shoots and events coming up that they don't even know how to dress for those specific events, like Mm -hmm. a business photo shoot or a website shoot and things like that. And the thing is, is that what no one realizes that this is holistic. 
So you mm-hmm. don't want to look like you have multiple personalities. The connection and the trust comes from consistency. So that's what we work on together at the very beginning is the framework and the strategy. So you know how you want to show up in these situations. But if you're someone who has all of these different situations that happen, especially now where we're kind of living in this virtual and in-person world, <laughs> like you may have a virtual meeting in the morning, an in-person meeting in the afternoon, have to jump on a call, and then you have to go pick up your kids from school. Like there's so many aspects to think about. That is really helpful to have that outlined. And then also like what the expectation and who the personalities are is another thing because a lot of my clients deal with many different personalities and they need to appeal to all of them. Someone who's like a powerhouse woman and you need something from her and you need to act a certain way and dress a certain way. And then there's maybe someone in tech that if you wore a blazer in front of them, they'd be like, you are not my person. You're way too dressed up. So we're really also going through all of the situations and making sure that there's this level of reading the room for each person. So you're able to achieve your goal. Cause we all have different roles that we play in our lives. And that's another thing also I find is that professional women, a lot of times they only really think about work. Then they have to go to a kid's soccer game or they have to go to like a barbecue and they're like, okay, I really don't know what's wear in this situation because <laughs> how do I be casual but still feel put together? There's so many aspects of really thinking about it. If it's something that is important to you, it's worth kind of having some help with it. Yeah, that's amazing. It just really hits home because like I know how to dress well professionally and showing up like business casual, but when it comes to going out, oh man, I always struggle. Like I have uh, nothing I'm like, to wear. <laughs> I always get the the text or like the message, I have a girl's trip in two weeks. And it's like <laughs> there's and then it's like this one, you know, um, goes to the gym seven times a day. This like you start to hear like who the people that are there and like some of the insecurities start coming up because there's different facets of who you are in these situations. If you went to a soccer field or if you went to like a bar wearing your work clothes, you're going to be thought of as stuffy and not fun and not knowing that aspect of your personality, but that's the clothes that are in your closet. So it's really about having a mix and match wardrobe now more than ever. You need to have everything kind of meshed together than having work clothes, weekend clothes. Now it needs to just all live together. Yeah. And do you work with your clients virtually or in person only? About 90% of my clients are virtual. And this was pre-pandemic even. Mm -hmm. Just because there's so much amazing technology now, Everyone always kind of likes the idea of working with a New York stylist. (laughs) Yes, that was going to be my next question. Do you take clients out of state or even out of the country? I work with a lot of people that live in Canada. I even have a client that lives in Africa. Yeah, even um, I started working with two people that live in London. It's more about the transformation than the location because the cool thing and also the thing that's overwhelming is you can buy clothes anywhere now. There's so many options out there. The distance isn't something that's a challenge. Interestingly enough, I've spoken with so many clients recently that are having their homes decorated by virtual decorators. Yeah. So I just think that that's something that's kind of, it's more about the person and it being the right fit than the the locale. 
Yes, definitely. And do you go through like their closet first to see what they have, what they don't have? How does that process start? It really starts when we go through the the process of really getting clarity of what their style is and what looks good on them. And also what we do is we create a color palette because having a whole rainbow becomes really overwhelming. So when we stick to five and like five to seven colors, it becomes like your signature colors and also they mix and match with each other. So once we go through this whole entire framework, they then there's things in their closet. They're like, I'm totally not showing this to you. <laughs> because I just know it's not part of what we're working towards. So there's right. a lot of that. And then there's a lot of pieces that women own that they just bought and they don't know how to wear. So it has to do with maybe the fit or that they don't have the pieces to go with it. The way that we all approach getting clothes in our closet normally is we go item by item by item that doesn't really work. We need outfits. Like that's why you stand in front of your, you're like, I have so much stuff, but I don't know what to wear because you need them to go together. So it's then like, Hey, you love that blazer. That's great. But we need three tops to go with that. And they shouldn't be black and white because that's just kind of basic. Like how do we know what are the things that we need? And then what happens really quickly is I'm totally like, you need this, you need that, and you need that. And they normally need a lot less things than they think they do because they're not as bad as they always envision themselves to be. They just need someone to put the pieces together and tie right. it together and have it make sense. Yeah, pair it up correctly. Because I loved when I visited your website and I saw your blog, you speak there, you know, how can you pair booties with jeans and, you know, like different outfits together. And it's just so simply and well-written that it just kind of opens your eyes. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. Why I didn't Mm -hmm. think about pairing those things. (laughs) And that's the thing is we're such linear thinkers. I believe like all of the best athletes, all of the best, everyone I find has coaches. Like I work with a few coaches and it's the same thing with like, when I will get on a phone with a coach and I'll explain this long winded situation. And they're like, have you tried this? And I'm like, yeah, that just seems way too easy. And then I go and do it. Like we, we tend to overcomplicate things. Yes. We constantly overthink everything. Right. Right. And it's just like, tuck your shirt in. Yes. I I remember I was buying this like oversized, you know, the shirts that are in style and the girl came up and she kind of tucked up this one side and rolled it. And I was like looking at her and I'm like, why did I not think about this? Like, this is so easy and something different. Funny thing is, is what I find is that a lot of some of the challenges that happen that like when you go to someone like that or a personal shopper or personal stylist they're so creative that they Mm -hmm. sometimes don't have the words to explain to someone who's super analytical of how to do that. Like, so it's almost like, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. It's like that when it comes to style, if numbers and systems and spreadsheets are your thing, the person that's like, Oh, just tuck it in. (laughs) Cool. How do you just tuck it in? So it's like literally like, People from polar opposite worlds are trying to come together. And that's why I think that my years of working corporately and my boss, she was a practicing attorney and then she worked in finance and she did work in the fashion industry, but she had that background. Her approach to everything that came to do with selling jewelry came from more of an analytical standpoint. I learned how to take the creativity and then break it down into numbers and goals and, sh- and, and results. 
that's the same thing that needs to happen. That's what I do for my clients. I take this like willy nilly, that's pretty. And like, nope, here's the formula. Here's how to work. And here's how to do it in a way that is speaking your language as opposed to just suck it in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then people like that and, and like me that we are mind people, like everything has to make sense and we have to understand mm-hmm. the formula. It's a key. Because when you break that down like that and brick by brick, it makes sense in our brain. Then it's just so much easier to. It's so interesting. So I, in my course, one of the things that we talk about is learning the colors that look good on you. It's completely science. Like it's literally, it's about, you know, the colors that flatter your eye color, your skin color and your hair color. So that's like one part of it. But then there's this whole entire idea of color theory, which is why colors go together colors that coordinate. So I go through this whole process and I have to explain why burgundy and pink look good together. Because if you don't understand why you're going to be like, I'm going to look like a clown. So I go through this (laughs) whole process where I explain the science behind it, but then I hand them over a cheat sheet and say, so now, you know, this all works. So here's what you do with it. Ultimately you want the cheat sheet, but you need to know the reasons behind why the cheat sheet works and not that someone just hands you a piece of paper and says that it works. Totally makes sense. So Melanie, last few questions that I ask everyone. If you could change one thing in your industry, what would it be? I think it would be this idea of like, stop shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so funny. Like I spoke with someone who we're getting started working together. She told me that she spoke with four other people and they did not know how to work with the clothes that they already had and didn't know what to do with creating a theory. They just wanted to buy them more stuff. And I'm like, listen, I love shopping and I love finding the perfect thing for the person, but just willy nilly going and buying random stuff you're going to need to buy more stuff two weeks later because it's not going to feel like the right thing. I just feel like we all need to take a breath and figure out what's not working that we have and then just keep buying more crap. Yeah, no, I agree. (laughs) I agree with you. And especially with the inflation and the crazy prices and everything that's happening right now with importing and exporting, like, is it really necessary, right? Here's the other thing is when you really look at what's in your closet, you always buy the same thing over and over again. If you haven't realized, like, I mean, (laughs) so someone being like, Hey, have you tried it in pink as opposed to blue? Like, it's just really being like, you don't need more of the same things because, you know, it wasn't working before. So it's really about figuring out what, you know, what you need to change. Definitely. And what gives you hope right now? I have been surrounded by the most powerful community of women through our work together. I have helped them step into their confidence and own their voice and ask to be seen. And the fact that there's so many of these women that are coming up, that they're mindful and that they're collaborative and that they're good communicators, that they are the example for other women makes me proud. Like I'm just so excited about that. Um, And one of the exercises that I have my clients go through is I'm all into personal development. I don't know if that's your thing, but like I am a woo woo for personal development. Same. So uh, (laughs) I can go like on and on and on. 
So one of the things that within all personal development that you learn, and I feel it's from like every different aspect, is being able to picture the thing happening from living in a place of abundance and seeing the success and really feeling what it feels like to step into this version of yourself and not make decisions from lack. So not being like, okay, I need a new client. What am I going to do? I'm going to go, you know, and I'll, I will work with anyone right now, but really stepping into how does someone that has achieved all your goals, how do they make decisions? I love having those sorts of conversations with my clients because once they tap into that energy is super powerful and we always hear like dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have, but that's also part of it. So clothing is like the actual physical form of that visualization. So you can start dressing like someone who gives a TED talk, who's written a book, who has their own YouTube channel, who works with high net worth clients, like physically being, you know, having things around you that do that really help you step into that person. And just, I know operating from that point of view has really been a game changer in my business and also has been a game changer in a lot of the people that I work with. The abundance mindset really is what gives me hope. (laughs) Yeah, that's beautiful. (laughs) And what would you like to be most known for? I always love when people say to me, you're so non-judgmental. Mm-hmm because I feel like the fashion industry is just known for being a bunch of judgmental people. They come to our work together, being afraid and scared and not sure what the ending is going to be, but being able to meet them where they are and help them take small steps to their goal is something that I really, really love when someone says that to me, like, I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I attempt to do that, but I am glad when it actually happens. Right. Yeah. And that's so powerful. And where can the listeners find you, Melanie? Sure. So I am everything on my name. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. And I also am on Facebook. But I would say the place where I'm most active is probably on Instagram. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for taking this ride and spending part of your day with me. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. And if it inspired or impacted you in any way, And if you got anything helpful out of it, don't forget to subscribe. It would mean so much to me if you left a quick review and shared this podcast with others on your social media platforms. And of course, don't forget to tag us. Stay true to yourselves, friends. Until next time. Adios. Arrivederci.